Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. My name is Rob Braun and Leading Life Large is the weekly opportunity where I invite you to ask the question, uh, are you, am I living my life large? Am I leading my life large? I am. I invite you to take a look at your life and ask yourself the same question and I invite you to join me. So welcome. It is Monday. It's March 8th. And man, the year's flying. I know we say this every year as we, those of us that are getting a little bit older, or at least feeling it, and uh, it's amazing to me how, uh, you know, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm, I'm starting to plan with clients and we're already having a look at June and man, the year is just going by. So I uh, welcome you. I'm here in Southern California for those of you in other parts of the country and uh, those of you that are just nutty enough to join me at 5 a.m., out here in California, I acknowledge you. Um, and no matter where you are, wherever you're joining me, I, I appreciate you being a part of this, whether you're joining live or you're doing it later on. I uh, hope that you're making Leading Life Large your Monday morning must, your weekly must. And I hope that for each of you is that I'm giving you some tools and some thoughtful insights to your life, to your business, to your work, uh, whatever's going on for you that that is uh, that's worthwhile. That's uh, inviting you to, to reflect on and take a look at your life and what you're doing. And uh, as always, what I want to um, uh, inquire and find out and, and challenge you to, and, and that is, did you do anything unreasonable this week? Did you get unreasonable? And if you haven't, get unreasonable. Um, reasonable, safe, satisfactory is um, it's just going to keep it normal and, and uh, you're not going to get what you're after. Um, it's my belief, my belief completely. Then we get, unless we get unreasonable, we want something bigger and more for ourselves uh, because our, our, our whole culture, our world around us is working against us if we're not shooting for something big out there. So I invite you to do that. As I, a couple of uh, just general programming notes. I did mention um, a show or two ago that I am going to start having guests on. Um, um, to be interviewed, and we're going to start that in two weeks. And then that'll, for, for the most part, it will follow in every other week format. And uh, we're going to stretch the shows out on those days. I want to be able to give my guests plenty of opportunity to, to uh, share with you what they've got going out in the world. And one thing I do promise you is it's, it's going to be worthwhile information. Um, it's going to be information that um, you know, stretches beyond some of, some of the areas of my expertise and and what I also want to do is invite folks that are doing some of the same things I'm doing out there but may offer another perspective. And one thing there is there's plenty of room for all of us out there in, in support of you out in the world. So uh, as, I, as I begin my week, and, you know, I, and I thought a lot about 
uh, just a heck of a lot about what we're going to talk about this week. And everything kept going back to our youth, our younger generation. And if you haven't um, heard before, I've, I've shared that I'm, you know, nearing 50 years old. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the, the the tail end of the baby boomers, and and um, uh, as far as when I was born, but I'm I'm definitely all Generation X as far as my spirit goes, and and I've thought a lot about as I've done teachings and trainings, you know, about our young people, younger generations, and I even thought about our younger ones yet, our our kids today, and um, this weekend started with uh, baseball season kicking off and. I'll tell you one thing for me, it's a, it's a glorious time of year, and, and our weather still, you know, we have weather out here in Southern California, it's not like other parts of the country, which I'm so well aware of and I'm grateful for, but our weather's been a little tough, and, you know, we're getting some rain in there, it's kind of tough to get the kids' practices in there, but my son's 10 now, and and he finally got, got to play his first game this year, and and there is something about baseball for me, every year it is the... It is the eternal spring. It is um, there's something so fresh and so new about when when baseball gets started. Um, you know the lawns being cut, everything's nice and green. Um, the days are starting to get a little longer, a little warmer, and um, and then and with with the game of baseball in itself. I mean, as I haven't uh, shared before, I'm a I'm an absolute baseball nut. Uh, love the game, love its history, love the nostalgia. Love the beauty of the game, and um, and I and I love involving my son in that. It's a place where we really get to connect. And um, this year for his baseball season, rather than me being the coach, which uh, every year that he's been involved with ball with me, I've always been the coach or the assistant, and I've always been out there. And I've opted to to be a fan this year and really support him from the benches and uh, let other guys go out there and coach and and uh, bring their expertise and. I, and I guess so I get to support him in a in a uh, real wonderful way that way, and uh, so um, so he's having his first game out there, and I'm, and I'm watching the kids out there, and I've been watching at practice, and and you know he's joining his new teammates, and and I'm watching kids on the other teams, and you know at 10 years old they're starting to play some pretty good ball out there, and I was you know reflecting on just what it was like, and in fact. When we were watching the game, just on the other side over there, there was a t-ball game going on, and it, it didn't seem like such a long time ago when, when that was going on. When you've got you know eight infielders all within it seems like ten feet of each other, all scrambling for the ball when it goes, and and uh, still not understanding the game yet. And to see, you know, probably five years later now, my son out there and these kids actually, you know, leading off and diving back to first. And Stealing bases and and uh, really learning the game and it's just it's such a fun fun thing to watch them, you know, as they as they get better and all that. As I'm watching the kids out there and and one of the things I'm always very sensitive to and and that is watching kids and and watching how I believe they're being parented and and the part of them being parented is just it's just how they're being paid attention to and. You know, one of the things that, that really struck me as I'm watching this first game out there and, and just watching the boys and and watching how uh, it's it seems obvious to me. Um, and, and, you know, part of it's, you know, judgment, assumption, without checking the data. And part of it's from experience. 
and uh, just watching some of the boys out there that seem like they're not getting the kind of guidance. Um, and by the way, when I'm talking about boys, I'm, I'm also referring to girls here too, but we're just going to talk about the boys for the moment. They don't seem like they're getting the guidance. They don't seem like they're, they're getting the teachings, the lessons in life. And um, I'm, I'm nobody special. I will tell you that right now. I'm, I'm uh, just another person on the planet. And one of the things I take very, very serious is my role as a parent. And we're going to talk in a little bit my role as an adult. Um, on our planet, and, and that is to prepare my son, prepare him for life and have him to learn and understand life and understand his place in it, understand what goes on with him in it. And so as I'm watching the game out there, I'm watching the boys that have you know, very different levels of maturity and watching one in particular on the other team and just watching the, um, the inability to, to deal with the inability to deal with um, failure. And as we, if anybody who knows baseball, it's made up of a lot of failure and, um, and learning how to overcome that and learning how to, to you know, experience both victory and defeat as the same two imposters, um, as is stated in the poem, If. And, and, and realizing as I'm watching that, not judging the boy himself, but just wondering what he's not being what he's not learning about sometimes not succeeding, sometimes failing out there, whether it be at the bat or on the base paths or, or in the field, and how much he struggled with that. And he struggled, he struggled, he struggled. And the tears came and the frustration, and he had, he had no compartments to put this in, no way of, of being able to... Um, no way of being able to sort it out for himself. And he struggled. And I, and I watched him throughout the entire game. And I saw his teammates trying to, you know, pull him together. And, and even they, um, you know, at some point realized there wasn't much they could do there because he was having such a difficult time. And so I think about our, our youth out there and how so unprepared in so many ways they are. And, and it's not their fault. Um, it, it's, it's ours. It's ours as parents, it's ours as a culture, it's ours as a society, as teachers, as schools, that we're not preparing them. We are, we are not preparing them, and, and part of the ways we're not preparing them is we're just not paying attention to them. You know, I get invited to causes all the time, and worthwhile causes on the planet. So there's, you know, I don't, I don't judge any of that. I really don't. Um, they're just very, very worthwhile causes, and I appreciate that people's energy... Um, is in so many ways about you know keeping our planet green and taking care um, um, organizations that support animals, organizations that support economic growth. Those are great, great causes. And it's my opinion, my belief that one of the the uh, more worthwhile causes is anytime we can get involved with our youth or our younger generation. My belief is that they're aching for our involvement. They're aching for our attention. They're aching for our approval. They're aching for our guidance. And we're just not giving it to them. And I'm not saying it's not happening at all. I'm not suggesting that at all, but it's not happening enough, not near enough. We have, we have uh, I believe, categorized so much of our views um, number one, as I'm, as I'm you know, watching the teens growing up out there and, 
and, and please hear me, I'm generalizing. A lot of great, great kids out there, kids I really enjoy being around and um, really want to give time and energy to. And there are those out there that my immediate is, I'm not really interested in giving time and energy. They're a pain in the ass. They, uh, they're undisciplined. They don't, they're not, they don't see what's valuable. Um, you know, they're going through their adolescent crap, which I know for all of us that's the most difficult time, whether it's boys or girls that are going through these tough times out there. We just got to weather that stuff. Uh, I also raised three stepdaughters, so I remember what it's like going through those times when everything was illogical and did not make sense. And it's a time when, uh, there's times when I did not want to be involved. I didn't want to say anything anymore. I didn't want to question. I didn't want to challenge. And it's a difficult time, and we still have to hang in there. And we still got to hang in there and continue to be for these kids and continue to model for them and learn about them and, and do what we can for them. And we need to find ways that we can support entities out there, movements out there that are doing just that and, and are giving attention to these kids, um, are giving attention to boys and girls before it's too late. And, and, and folks, I, I'm never one to give up, and there's, there's times when um, it may be too late. We have lost so many of our young people to gangs, to drugs, to violence, to teen pregnancies, to the point where their lives have altered to a degree that their lives are forever changed because we did not get involved soon enough. Now, this is not to blame parents for, you know, if, if your son or your daughter has, has gone a path that was just down a tough, wrong road. Our society, our culture has contributed to that. And so this is not blaming the parent. For those of you that know me, you know that I lost a son to gang violence and I lost a son to some, some tough activity. And, um, and so this isn't about blaming the parents, but it certainly is putting the onus back to us as a culture, us as a society. There are certain kids out there we don't want to deal with anymore because we don't know what to do for them. Well, we just don't want to do for them. We choose to ignore them because we, we, we don't know what to do. Or, or, or we actually believe that there's no value in doing anything for them, which I think is, is uh, worse yet. And, um, and, I, and unfortunately, I think that, that parts of our, our culture and society has gotten to that and that we have we've neglected and we've ignored and there's, there's populations of our young boys and girls that we're not willing to put any energy into anymore as a culture. We've lost them. And we've got to turn that around. We really do. You know, one of the things that, um, well, I'll get to that in a moment. So, so we've got some, some organizations out there and some people and some movements out there that, that are um, providing guidance for our young people. They're providing a place for our young people. I have just a few locally I can name. In fact, I want you to go to their websites and look them up and see what they're doing um, because they are trying to expand these things nationally and internationally. One of them, uh, for the boys, it's an organization called Boys to Men, and you can find them at boystomen.org. And it's an organization where the, they try to put together mentors for boys. Now, I know the founders, Joe Sigerson and Craig McLean, and when they first got this thing started nearly 15 years ago, their idea was they would put together this, this mentoring um, 
weekend for at-risk youth, at-risk boys. And what they found out very, very quickly is every boy on the planet is at risk. Every boy in our culture is at risk. And it was immediately open to all boys. And, and if you look at the statistics, you know, most, most boys, and I'll get to girls here in a moment, well, we'll put the girls in now too. Boys and girls, they're, they're, most of them are, um, or at least half in our culture, in our country, are in divorced homes. So those are impacting the kids. Um, most of our boys and girls are being raised, um, um, a good percentage are being raised uh, by uh, head of household mothers, um, uh, being raised by the moms, and there's a, oftentimes the dad's not involved, which, by the way, and it just dawned on me, it's a great, great organization uh, for men that really supports fatherhood, fatherhood of boys and girls. Um, and for you, for you women out there, you can either uh, pass this along to your men um, if you've got, you know, if you are on the divorce stand and, and you've got um, um, the, the father of your children or, or um, male parents out there that are not spending as much time with their kids, it's an organization that, um, that helps men, even if they're having a parent at a distance, to give them guidance and support on how to, how to be a good dad and good father to the boys and girls. Uh, and that organization is called, um, oh, son of a gun, um, I'll figure. I'll, I'll remember. Yeah, I'll remember. Uh, so I want to make sure you have that information. There's there's a, a Boys to Men organization supporting boys out there. There's an organization called EGA Empowered Girls Alliance. Empowered Girl Alliance. I'm not sure their website, but you can Google them and you can find them easily enough. If you go to the Boys to Men um, uh, net, uh, mentoring website, there's a link there. You can get there to the to the girls show as well. So those are two organizations that sprung up right here in Southern California that I know are out there. I know that you can get involved in and find out how you can support. Maybe you've got boys and girls in your family or with coworkers or, or what have you. Um, and there are ways for you to get involved. Um, locally here, there's a school called Oak Grove run by a woman named Tammy Wilson for um, disadvantaged kids, kids that ended up um, getting knocked out of the public school system because of either emotional problems, drug problems, behavioral problems, um, family problems, whatever it was that they helped them to, uh, not help them, but, but um, worked against them. So they're having struggles out there. So, um, so you know, she put together a school out there. Uh, there's a, a woman named uh, Andrea Lee. She has a, or a school that she started called On Track custom learning solutions where she helps teach and provided a private school or, a, or a, uh, an alternative uh, high school for young motocross athletes so that they can continue to uh, professionally pursue their dreams and still be able to get education and, and the support from the school system. So she saw a generational need out there and did something about it and created a school. So there's ways to get involved and there's ways that we can show that we're supporting out there. And the idea is that what we're trying to do collectively, collectively, and by the way, you business folks, I'm going to get to here in a minute. Collectively, what we're really trying to do is find ways to embrace and, and cherish all this wonderful, youthful energy and still give them guidance. Uh, Khalil Zebron, in his book, The Prophet, said, and I'm going to go ahead and read this. He said, um, you may strive to... You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. And he's talking about our children. You may strive to, to 
be like our children, the wonderful qualities, the wonderful innocence, the exuberance, the creativity. And when I talk about children, I'm talking about our younger generation also, that we can strive to be like them, but let's not try to have them make it like us. As he says, the life goes not backward nor carries with yesterday. So if we're seeking to try to create them in our image, try to create them um, in our way, we're going backwards. Do we have something to offer them? Absolutely. Do we have guidance that they deserve from us? You bet they do. Do we have some things we can teach them about life? Yes. Which is what my son gets the benefit of with me. And I learn about that boy every day. I learn about the gifts that he brings and his little twist on life and the things that he shares with me. Neat kid, by the way. So, so we're, we're not supposed to be going backwards and creating them in our form. We're supposed to be learning really what their way is and how we can help support them bringing their individuality, their creativeness, and all that into our world. So let's look for ways that we can get more involved with our young people, show them that we truly do care. And folks, we have got to stop, and I mean stop, discounting and discarding groups of our youth because we're going to continue to lose them. Um, for living here in Southern California, we are obviously, you know, face up with what goes on with our gang violence and, we're, and the young men that we're losing out here and the boys, and uh, it's pretty much in our faces. And yet there's, there's uh, sects of our culture that have decided, you know what, that we're turning our, our backs on them. Um, we consider them lost. And, um, and we can't afford to do that as a culture anywhere. And what I also know is it's not just in Southern California. It's permeated everywhere. And our culture has got to pay far more attention to our young people. We're going to continue to lose them uh, to those places that they're getting what it is they're supposed to be getting from us, which is that guidance, that love, that connection, all of that that they deserve from us. So now let's talk about our, our younger generation and how that, that applies in a work world out there. Uh, the reality is all of us in business out there, we've got young people around us that bring a difference. They are different. There's no doubt about it. Um, just like we were different when we were that age and, and the generations before us weren't really sure how to deal with ours. And um, it, it's no different. It's no different. And maybe it's just amplified right now because everything seems to be amplified. Uh, maybe the differences seem to be amplified because our technology is rolling with it also. And obviously it's a very, very different young culture that has a, has a very different perspective and the way they socialize or, or don't socialize, um, it's all very different. We, we have got to, in the business world, we've got to start recognizing and, and taking a look at those younger generations as, as looking at them for what they're bringing in as their gifts, what their contributions are, their their, their um, ability to adapt to technology, their creativeness that is, is beyond what, you know, what others of us may think about. They bring something of great, great value. Uh, you've heard me talk about Eric Erickson before, and we talked about the stages of development, that we as adults, we all are in that, that um, once we've learned, we've, we've learned how to be in relationship with others and we've evolved that way, hopefully most of us have evolved, um, learning how to be in relationship with one another, we get to that stage that he called generativity versus stagnation. And that's right where we're at, where I'm talking about right here. Generativity suggests that what we do is we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, um, rather than stagnating. And, and to, to just shine a bright spotlight on it, so me as a, 
I don't know if you call me middle-aged or not. I certainly don't feel that. I'm, I'm a youthful 47. But um, So 47 years old, and I've got some 20-something coming into my business. So what I do if, I, if I'm coming from the place of generativity where I'm looking to contribute to my culture, what I'm doing with this young person is I'm reaching my hand out there and instead of, instead of seeking to have this young person be like me or change to conform to my way, my, my goal right there if I'm coming from the place of generativity, is to reach my hand out to this young person and go, welcome, 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 welcome. What you bring is, is your creativity. Uh, what you bring is, is your, um, your unique way of, of looking at things. What you bring is your um, wonderful way of adapting to um, our wonderful technological world, that's, that's my role, working with the younger generations to reach out and accept them. Now, what they're also looking for me, they're looking for guidance. They're looking for stability. They're looking to be taught. They're looking to, to be accepted into the way that I'm doing things out there. So it's not that I don't have anything to offer, but what I've got to stop doing is I've got to stop laying down this idea that they have got to conform and pull up their pants and take their piercings out and hide their tattoos and change their language just for me. Now, do I want them to learn a language to help them to get along with everybody? Absolutely, which is why I put together some programs for our youth right here in my own community. put together called, a program called Four Young Leaders. And I'm saying that because that is how I'm choosing to contribute what I have to offer to our young people and to help them to feel more confident when they speak, help them develop leadership skills, all those things they're not going to learn elsewhere. So that's my simple piece. My invitation to you is to, is to identify what your piece is. What can you do to contribute to our young people out there? You, what can you do to welcome them and invite them into your world? How can you develop them within your work world, knowing that they come in with the idea that they need to learn in one year what you or generation before you took 20 years to do. Or they need to be able to advance in two or three years what took you maybe 10 years. That's our world today. And so they need for you and I to be with it and to understand that that, that is how their culture sees things and that is how fast everything is moving today. But the idea this week for you is to look for opportunities where you can reach your hand out. Reach your hand out to that younger generation and say, welcome. You're weird. I don't understand your way, but that's cool. Guess what? They don't understand you either. But look for opportunities to, to uh, in, invite the youth. Look for opportunities to see where you can contribute to the development and forming of an acceptance of our younger people out there. That's the only way we're going to make it in this world, and it's the only way they're going to make it. They really do need us to be able to do that. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. We're always I'm getting close to that 30-minute mark. What I plan to do is um, um, go ahead and extend the show probably another um, 10 to 15 minutes. I'm realizing I'm, I'm um, um, not getting quite all the time I'd like to um, in addressing this. But here's the deal. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Um, please go to the uh, the webpage, uh, um, 
on Blog Talk Radio, Diva Toolbox. By the way, thank you out there, Diva Toolbox Radio, for um, allowing me to spot on, on your network. I'll go to my page out there. Make comments. I want to hear from you. Am I, am I hitting the mark? Am I, am I providing the useful information that you can take out there and run with in your business and in your world? And what more could I offer and add to that? As I mentioned, in a couple of weeks, we're going to go and have some radio guests on here, so stay tuned, and I'll make sure to put plenty of announcements out there. Uh, folks, I plan on having an extraordinary year. I plan on having one extraordinary year. I invite you to join me. Grab hold of my coattails and, and go with me. And um, anything I can do to support you in helping you to have a most extraordinary year, I want to know about that. So get unreasonable this week. Get unreasonable with your business. Uh, get unreasonable with your life. It's not time to play safe. It's, it's time to get extraordinary. It's time to get unreasonable and, and want way more for yourself than society says you deserve or is possible. Tomorrow is not promised. So regardless of whatever your belief system is, we've only got today. So live your life full on. Lead your life large. Live your life large. Thank you for joining this, me this morning. Have yourself a terrific, unreasonable week. We'll talk to you next Monday. Bye-bye. was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.